I think it's also because it's like a lot of the people that 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 did Captain Planet, you know, felt like they really were contributing, like they were doing something really important. Oh yeah. It's like, dude, you were Carl Fredrickson. He's like, yeah, but <laughs> the only reason global warming hasn't happened is because of Captain Planet. <laughs> Tokyo tonight. Hey. Hey. I've What's lost up, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I saw you fucking destroyed the other person in, and it always, always was amazing. Well, dude. I'm glad those are the ones you saw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've lost, a, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's roast battle. Yeah, of you course. Win some, you lose some. I, I mean, I won the televised tournament where they were giving money, so mm-hmm. I won when it counted. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one that counts. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you start doing those like early on when you were when you were doing comedy and stuff, or did you just do it like when they started doing roast battle in L.A.? No, I mean it was like I started in two thousand five, so oh, wow. I there was you know I I started to hear about it, and the first one I did was in twenty fourteen. Oh, nice! Um, against Bonnie McFarlane at the New York Comedy Fest, and it was like yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, she it is. Was, it was yeah. it was so fun, and it was just like you couldn't you couldn't do it with like a better comic and a better writer, and then it's like, oh yeah, I want to do this, and and then when I would visit LA, I would judge and stuff like that, and then mm. uh, Jason Jason Reitman did like a documentary about roast battle, and right. um, and I battled Annie Letterman in that. Oh my a, god, a good friend of mine. So it was just yeah, it was yeah, and then and then yeah, the TV show happened and. I was in the tournament and thankfully uh, <laughs> won, but that's, that that's five years ago. So, you know, yeah. so coasting on that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. I remember that Jason Reitman did a, uh, a documentary on it, which I thought was so fucking cool. And then I was like, why isn't he doing a ghostbusters movie? And now he's doing a ghostbusters movie. So that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Comes full circle. Um, how have you been like pandemic wise, man? You doing okay? Did you hold up? Okay. During it? I'm doing all right. You know, it's, you know, stressful. I know it is for everybody. It's mm. it's funny because I started taking antidepressants at the end of 2019 uh-huh. and I haven't killed myself. So I guess they're working. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm still depressed. Yeah. But I'm alive. And it's right. like, maybe that's why. I don't know. <laughs> You know, also the the love of my wife and and, and my dog, but no, it's uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're like they're here too, but you know, which, which ironically, you know, my my dog is named Buproprion, and uh, <laughs> my wife is named Zoloff, so it, it kind of works out. <laughs> now I'm questioning whether they're even real. They are. They are. <laughs> That's great. Oh man, yeah, it's weird when you take that kind of stuff, and you're like, I, I feel still feel sad, but also, I guess I'm less motivated to do anything horrible to me. So, is yeah. that the point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it just it's like you're moving forward and all that, and I, yeah. but I also don't know if it if it has made me lazier because like I've been less like 
career obsessive and all of that and and, and less like industry minded. Nice. That that definitely has to be because of the antidepressants. But is it like, is it harmful? I don't know. Right. I, I'm less sad, so that's good. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah, I mean, um, when I was, I, I, you know, there was a a huge. I mean, I've always dealt with depression too, like you know, in different ways or whatever. And there was a bout of it that was like really fucking horrible. And I remember thinking like, yeah, I was close to doing it. And I remember believing like, I don't think I killed myself because I just procrastinate too hard. Like my reason, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, it's already 1030. I didn't do it yet. And maybe I'll take a fistful of pills tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's funny I, I, uh, I binged the Sopranos for the first time. I'd, I'd never seen it. Oh, wow. and... oh shit. There's that there's that one scene I think it's season six I, I won't spoil it I guess uh, but where the <laughs> if they haven't well, seen the guy there's a guy that there's a guy that hangs himself right and I won't yeah. say it but like but he hangs himself and they just show like the full like detail of that and how awkward it feels and everything mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. man that takes a lot and yeah and then later later in the season another character tries to kill themselves and they can't like they fail right <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is awkward to to like to when you think about. I, I don't know. I always wonder, like, you know, if somebody goes to go through with it and they think of it and they're hanging there, you know, in those last moments, like, are they like, "Fuck, I've made a terrible decision," or they're like, "This feels right." Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it's I'm, weird. I'm sure, it's been both, and you yeah. Know, it's... Well, because the ones that always survive it are always like, "Oh my god, I was so like, I'm so glad I did. It was the worst decision I ever made." Yada yada. But then the ones who you know obviously don't, you don't, you know, you don't know. Yeah, well, they survived. They're like, I finally got the attention I was seeking. <laughs> All I had to do was almost kill myself. <laughs> How shitty must it be if you're like, hang, like, like standing on the edge of a bridge, but no one's stopping? Are you like, really, nobody? <laughs> like, you weren't yeah, really I, thinking of doing it before, but now you're like, fuck it. I guess I must. I I had this I had this friend in in high school who he he tried it with the ceiling fan, but he was so fat that the fan just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how do you feel the thing that? too it's like it's got to be really sturdy and all i mean i i should not be talking about this because the more i'm talking the more thought it seems like i put into it which, which <laughs> oh my lot, god but. please we had uh we had the ed asner's last interview let's not let it be yours too okay like i don't want okay. <laughs> like he was at least at least he was 91 if this is yours then they're going to accuse me he, and he voiced hoggish greedily i just look like him <laughs> <laughs> i love it dude he did the snort and everything actually on the show it nice. was crazy i didn't even ask him i was like oh like you voiced a lot of characters and he just blurted out hoggish greedily and then did the whole thing and i was like i love this man was so <laughs> i think it's also because it's like a lot of the people that 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 did captain planet you know felt like they really were contributing like they were doing something really important oh yeah it's like, dude, you were Carl Fredrickson. He's like, yeah, but the only reason global warming hasn't happened is because of Captain Planet. <laughs> you know, you're right. Actually, all those people, even Whoopi, has that aura yeah, about in there and Levar yeah. Burden, and yeah. Oh, so many people. I don't remember. You know what's crazy though? I don't even know like if uh, the kids like coming up have anything like that. But I distinctly remember a shit ton of Earth Day stuff, yeah. Captain Planet shit. And do you remember, I feel like no one remembers this, but you might. There was a a, a cartoon where literally every cartoon character got together. Oh, it's called to... Cartoon All-Stars of the Rescue, baby. 
that's it, dude. I fucking could never remember the name of it, but that's it. And they all try to convince this kid not to smoke or do yeah. drugs. Yeah. That thing was fucking mind blowing. It, it, it's funny because like, you know, there's that iconic scene and, and, and Roger rabbit of uh, Donald and Daffy. And it, it's like yep. beautifully animated and all that. Yeah. But then here's the Saturday morning, like cheap ass version with Alf and the, and the Muppet <laughs> babies. And I think it's only Michelangelo is there. None of the other yep. turtles, none of the other turtles, yep. just Michelangelo eating a pizza. Yeah. Uh, and Garfield was the alarm clock, which freaked me the fuck out because he was never supposed like it was still the Garfield cartoon, but he just like came down from the alarm clock position he was in and tried to help him out. It was weird. Oh man, I'm looking this up now and just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I remember I mean this was like a big fucking event. Yeah, this was huge for me. I was like, this is amazing. And I mean I don't know if it actually kept me off of anything in particular, but I didn't do anything for a long time. Dude, so you had okay, so you have you had Alf, you had uh, <laughs> Alvin and Simon, uh, Bugs oh. Bunny and Daffy Duck, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, uh, yeah, just Michelangelo, uh, right? Theodore. So you got all the chipmunks, but one oh, okay. fucking turtle, right? Uh, Brainy Smurf, <laughs> Papa Smurf. Oh, you get Slimer. Slimer was there. Oh, nice. Uh, you know some of the Muppet Babies. So yeah, uh, Baby Miss Piggy. <laughs> Baby were the Gonzo. snorks there? What's that? Were the snorks there? I don't think the snorks were there. I think they would have died because they need water. Mm. Um, you got a good point. But Huey, Dewey, and Louie were. Oh, nice. That's pretty great. Yeah, That's that was pretty, nuts. A pretty big cast. Yeah. I remember all that stuff, and they don't have anything. Like I don't know what's keeping people from doing shit today, but it's not cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I think it's all the people they've seen die who didn't watch those cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's like I watched those cartoons and I like followed them. Like I didn't smoke. I didn't drink, you know, and Same. I was like, yeah, because you know, fucking if it's important enough for Michelangelo and brainy Smurf to get together, <laughs> then, then, you know, it must mean something. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I feel the same way too. All the Earth Day stuff worked on me. I was like an ass to anybody who littered. I was like, what's your problem? <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, didn't you see all the superstars of NBC must see TV get together? I, I used to have a bit where I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I, I thought that, um, uh, Notorious B.I.G. was saying Earth Days are the worst days. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, you know, <laughs> Just has a bunch of styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's great. Was there what what got you into like comic books and stuff? Um, I, you know, I, I can't remember when I wasn't into them. I mean, my my dad loves them. That was cool because it's like, you know, he and he didn't like fully shepherd me in, but he he mm. like waited for me to get there, and then he's like, "Come with me," you know. And he got like, <laughs> really excited, and because like, he loves he loves like like Daredevil and the Silver Surfer were like his, nice. his two big uh, characters, and those are like, especially back then. This is like late eighties, you know, b- before the movies, or the properties, and all that shit. Uh, you yeah. know, you had the Spider Man cartoon and. You know, yeah, Firestar was a bigger deal than and his uh, amazing friends, yeah, yeah, than Thor. Um, you know, but it was like he would, uh, 
he he showed me some of that stuff and he was reading like some of the current stuff i remember like yeah there's like an Anne Noshenti uh john romita jr um story arc where daredevil meet meets with silver surfer and they go into hell together oh nice and uh fight like mephisto and blackheart and all that stuff and that was awesome. right it's like it was like daredevil versus the actual the actual I remember that, dude. I remember yeah, it was that awesome. one. Yeah, that was reading that, and you know, he he would read some Batman and stuff. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'd say like, and I think this is a, a gateway for a lot of people. But you know, the cards, the 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 Marvel oh, cards yeah. were big. I love those those Joe Jusco Marvel masterpieces. Uh, Me too. I have those. Yeah. You know, and yeah, so it was definitely that. And then you know, I was born in '83, so it was like '92 was. X-Men the animated series and Batman the animated series. Yep. Right yep. there with you, man. I was born in so 84. Then it's like once that happens, yeah, there's a point in no return. Yeah, absolutely. I watched um I, my dad used to watch. I mean, he would watch anything on TV. He loved action stuff. He wasn't really into like superhero stuff. He's into more sports, but I never got into sports. But he would watch The Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby, um, doing that, and also uh the Oh my God! What's the fuck's his name? Hammond? Something? Mark? Ha- well, Nicholas it, uh, Hammond? Uh, Nicholas Hammond? Spider Man? Yeah. And that blew yeah. me the fuck away. Like that shit. I and I have. I think. Oh, and the Captain America movie where his sh- where his shields on on the front of his motorcycle like flapping yeah. in the wind. And meanwhile, it's knocking bad guys down. Uh, yeah, I, I watched that. That was ridiculous. I, even as a kid, I was like, How did it bend in the wind? And my dad was like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but you took Watch whatever it. you could get, and it was absolutely, just like, and you held onto it. I. I had a VHS copy of um, one episode of Spider-Man is Amazing Friends called Seven Little Superheroes. Yep. And then it, it had too. like Submariner and Doctor Strange and obviously, I, you know, Iceman and Firestar and Shauna, the She-Devil, and, mm-hmm. and I think Captain America. And the chameleon had kidnapped them. And it's like, they're all here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too, man. I had, um, I used to love that they... Uh, that like almost every other like Submariner, Doctor Strange, um, even the Juggernaut in one of the episodes. I don't know if they were all voiced by the same dude, but they all had that reverb. But they were like, "And now the amazing," yeah. and it would just be like, and I'm like, they're all the same guy. Um, but I had uh, I hated that they couldn't get Wolverine's voice right because I didn't see those really until I had the X Men '92, and in my head it was just Cal Dodd from that point on. Yeah. And then I would watch like the. Uh, uh, Pride of the actually, I think I saw Pride of the X Men first, but he was Australian, and that blew yeah. me away. I was like, I don't understand what happened. He's Australian, and uh, when he makes an appearance in the Spider Man and his amazing friends, that's right. And then it's like, and then Hugh Jackman ends up playing him, so they knew something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's how we know we're living in a simulation, it all <laughs> it all bleeds through. Um, did you have like a um, like an intro like into comedy the same way you had into like, did your dad love co- comedy and comedians too? And it kind of, no, my mom was a stand up. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy wow. shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So she did stand up and uh, like late 80s, early 90s in, in South Florida. And um, wow. And some of her friends, you know, still do it and stuff. Like she's really good friends with this uh, really funny guy, Tom Ryan, who I know just opened for Gary Goldman at uh, Carnegie Hall and all that. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, and he was really nice to me when I started. And, um, so yeah, that's how, like, 
I did slam poetry. I did like stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, I worked at McDonald's and wrote poems on the back of receipt paper. Is how I got into performing. Um, That's awesome. So, so nothing but shame. Yeah, and, uh, and then you know, it was just like, yep. Yeah, there's no money in poetry. There's there's no glory in it either. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, Screw it. I'm gonna do uh, you know stand up. So I started doing that. Sweet. Do you remember your first gig? Yeah. Yeah. It was at a place called the Chocolate Moose. It was just this open mic. And it was a place where I'd been doing poetry for like a couple of years. Wow. So then I just decided to do jokes. And I remember like the waitress was like really offended. Um, and com- like, and she'd never said anything about my poems. And I was like, wow, this is so different. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rush. Yeah. Um, we I did I think we started the same year then. You said you started in 2005? Yeah. So did I see I feel like we had to run into each other at some point. I just probably don't you know, I don't know. I don't remember anything anymore. I think I'm like going brain every, every literally almost every episode of the show, I'm like I try to say something or somebody asks me a question and I'm like, "Oh, uh yeah, it's the and they're like, "Are you okay?" and I'm like, "No. No, I'm having a stroke on air." Uh, we get a special like, Alzheimer's grant for working with John, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to go for the gold there. Um, but I, I like, I did. Um, I think my first show, I took a comedy class because I didn't even think about doing an open mic first. And so I know you're not ever supposed to say that in comedy either, but I did. I took a like a comedy class and did Caroline's, and it was good. Uh, I had like a good first set, and then I bombed like straight through the next five. You know, whatever. Like yeah. I don't know if you have the same experience, but when you have like a good set when you're younger. And you're like, oh, this is it. I know how to do it. And then you just fucking eat it for the rest of time. Well, those comedy classes, too. They're like, we got your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they just send you out there. It's fucking. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Um, what was your did you did you have any intention of like uh, kind of going out on the road, making a career of it? Did you know immediately that this is what you wanted or were you like, I'm going to dabble. And if, you know, whatever, I'm going to get out. I think, you know, like I, I started at the end of November 05 and I was I, w- I was in college and um, yeah, I was working McDonald's like five days a week, mm-hmm. but I was in college the other two. And I remember talking to, um, you know, my mom and, and I think that's where it really helped of having like, uh, you know, someone that had been doing it where she was just like, just just get the degree. Right. You know? And I, I think that was it of like, you know she 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 believed in me and, and and supported me and and so did my dad like they're like go do this you know and nice. uh but but yeah graduate first because you've already put so much into this so i did because i was going to be a teacher oh, and wow. then i ended up uh yeah going to uh just getting my english degree which i've never gotten any formal jobs from i've never <laughs> shown my degree <laughs> someone has a way a job but you know that's that's what you're told to do so i did it yeah and then yeah i moved to new york with like two thousand dollars which you know does not last long even even in 2007 when i moved up money uh right. you know it, it burns out pretty fast it, it's funny i was living um my cousin was like there's a vacancy because rip torn's daughter was supposed to be uh their third roommate her her and her friend and oh, wow. um she like backed out at the last minute i think and so i got the room and i guess like <laughs> rip torn had already bought a bed but didn't ask for it back so just like <laughs> sleeping on 
Oh, I hope you like that bed. <laughs> hope, it, hope it's very nice and soft for you. <laughs> so I, I, I have to thank Rip Torn. <laughs> wow. For not sleeping on a floor. Um, but yeah, man, I, you know, I, I struggled to get like a real job. And then I, I was working at this like hot dog place in uh, St. Mark's and mm -hmm. I would run to open mics while I was on shift. I was oh in the lower east God. side and I would run to the west side uh, and then back. I'd go to like the village lantern and shit Holy and shit. Um, out of breath with my apron. <laughs> 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 and uh you know I, I would just i would just tell like you know it'd be like two of us working and i'm like i'm gonna go to the bathroom for four <laughs> but they that like you know then once i was honest with like the other employee it was just like don't get caught by the boss kind of thing and i nice. didn't and it was like it was this weird place where i'm pretty sure it was a like a, a mob front because <laughs> <laughs> the way that we get paid was just like all right um you know just take this much out of the register. Yeah. They had to launder money somehow. So they were just giving you extra money for literally doing no work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it was like, there'd be like some okay nights, but yeah, you know, it was, it, it's like that, that area is, is pretty snobby and all that. And it's like, there was that place like a uh, Griff dog, which has like the little bar and everything. And mm -hmm. we were just yeah. hot dogs without a bar. And so, <laughs> like, no, I won't. I want I want sexiness with my yeah. hot dogs. <laughs> it's a great name for a place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't eat these while I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> what a great name for a place. Hot dogs without a bar would be like a great place to open up as a joke. Yeah, um, that's awesome though. So you'd run out and do that kind of shit. I uh, I was always like, uh, you know. I liked kind of meshing the comedy and the comics, stuff like that, but I feel like it took me a little time to get to like, you know, uh, being able to talk about it. Did you do that right away? Like right off the bat? Some of it. Yeah. One of my, one of them, like the first jokes I had that work was, um, uh, I, um, I always wanted to be Batman, not because of the gadgets or anything. I just wanted my fucking parents dead. <laughs> and, <laughs> And that was the joke that like <laughs> that made me want to stay in comedy because it made me laugh too. Yeah, and that's a um, great joke. You know, and it was funny. It was like I remember, like that's such a funny thing. My mom watching a set, and she's like, "Why do you hate us?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Why do you want me dead?" I'm like, "It's, well, it's a fucking yeah." You're like, "You're a comic. You should." I wear this pearl necklace. And go down the alley. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember like a kid at all? Like, do you remember like asking your mom about comedy? Were you interested yeah. in it at all? Oh, okay, cool. Did you I go to see that her interested. perform? I mean, one of the things I remember was I went to this this gig of hers. It was like at this like steak restaurant on like a Thursday night, and it was like mm -hmm. you know that, that's the thing is that like if your if your parent does something, then you know what it actually is and not what it's supposed to be. Right. <laughs> that's know? a good point. Yeah. And which is which is healthy. I mean, because that's the thing. Like, you know, you could take these. You know, you could take a class on anything, but no one's going to teach you the sadness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I mean, no one's going to teach you like how to how to struggle properly right. and, and and shit yeah. like that. You know, and so yeah. But I, I saw her and uh, at this at this restaurant, and one of the openers was like one of my substitute teachers. <laughs> 
Oh my god! And it was so funny because like he was, it was like one of the bits he was doing was a bit he'd done in class. <laughs> and I knew nothing about comedy, but I'm like, that's fucking lame. <laughs> and I remember, like, I made fun of him, and he ratted me out to my mom. Oh no way! Yeah, what a fucking douche! And it's like not... it's like someone thinks they're a comedian. I'm like, uh, yeah, the only one in this room. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Do you remember any of your mom's stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, she would talk about. Um, you know, uh, her mom was my grandma. She would talk mm -hmm. about, um, I remember there was this joke. She had like my, you know, my husband took my son to Hooters and I was like, Bob didn't take me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was my, my stepdad. I'm like, oh, right. uh, we haven't gone to Hooters. I'd love to go to Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's false. <laughs> She's telling lies. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was funny because it's like, yeah, there, there's also, a generational divide and I, and I think it's gotten better with us and she gets it more now but it's like yeah, yeah i mean my i think you know my comedy was like darker in a way and mm -hmm. and, and i and i think not just that like i'm a, a darker person but i think you know when you look at like the evolution of of comedy where it was in yeah. the late 80s to, to where it became in the the 2000s and you know and then it's like yeah i i did watch like george carlin specials growing up but then it was like you know yeah seeing seeing pat oswalt talking about star wars and pause egg painting kits and all of that yeah. you know it, it's like and i i got to meet him and just tell him you're the reason like i wanted to do this which is, is a fun thing to do <laughs> someone yeah. very intimidating <laughs> yeah. to them that <clears throat> Um, but because like, they're always hoping to God you're good, you know what I mean? Like you don't want them, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want somebody bad going out there going, he's the reason I'm doing this. And <laughs> well, he was, he's a fan of roast battle, and so like that uh, that helped. Of like, look, man, I just want you to know. And he's like, oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's like, I like your stuff too. So it was, it was cool. I mean, it was just that I, I wouldn't say he's the reason. Like there are a lot of reasons, but I think getting to see someone, yeah, you know, talk about the nerd shit, like you were saying, like. Yeah. You know, how do you do it? And, you know, because I mean, yeah, the truth is that you, you, you feel like a fraud if you don't like, yep. if you're not being yourself, like at least, Absolutely. at least I do not. And, and everybody's different. And, you know, some people, their act is an act and, and that's what it's supposed to be. But right. me, it's like, I always, you know, went up there to be me. And so it was like very much like, you know, I talk about comics in real life and, and fuck, I'm going to talk about them on stage. And then, yeah. and then, I mean, I would have never predicted like the popularity with the movies and everything. Like, no, you know, me neither. I, nobody knew who the fuck Iron Man was in the nineties. You know, he right. had the 7 AM Marvel action hour cartoon with the fantastic four. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I remember I dude, as soon as you said that the theme song popped in my head, I loved yeah. that. fucking. Hi. Yeah, that was great. That and was the Fantastic cool Four theme. That was a good one too, dude. Do you remember the one where um oh god, it's when uh, Galactus comes and all of a sudden they all show up like it's like Ghost Rider Thor and Thing yeah. goes uh what is this a superhero convention? I fucking as a kid, I that floored me. I was like that's <laughs> comedy. Yeah, that's, that's based on like this John Byrne storyline from issue two forty two to two forty four where um 
in the comic, it's Doctor Strange who does it. He casts oh. a spell on um, Galactus to see the visions of all the people that he's eaten. Right. And then in the in the in the show, it was yeah, uh, Richard Grieco voicing uh, Ghost Rider with the penance there. Right. Oh my God, it was so fucking good, dude. That stuff killed me. Yeah, I couldn't. I used to get made fun of all the time. I had that. Um, you know, I had the X-Men lunchbox and all this shit and yeah. everybody just fucking, I just remember getting railed for, uh, for loving superheroes and comic books and stuff. And now I'm just like, yeah, fucking eat it, dude. You're taking your kids to see that shit now. I know. It's funny. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, you beat the shit out of me for loving Thanos. And now, <laughs> you, but, then, but then that's like the, 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 the purity in me. I'm like, you call them infinity gems, not infinity stone. Yeah. We, we remember where we came from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to hide where, where we are. Yeah, I had that fucking any. Uh, su- I was either Super Nintendo or Sega. I can't remember which system, but I had the one where um, you could play a Spider-Man, Captain America, Wolverine, or whatever. And it was um, Infinity um, Gems, War of the Gems, War of the Gems. That's what it was. I was like, what the fuck was it? Yeah, War of the Gems. I fucking love that. So when they said stones, I was like, what the fuck? I know, but yeah, I know. But whatever. We gotta get. We got a good deal out of it. Have you seen the new Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. I am. Are you pumped for it? Are you kind of how you feel? Because I feel like I've been talking to my friends and they're mixed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like we already got a great Spider Verse movie, so yep. it's like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I loved Into the Spider Verse, and me too. I don't, I don't have so much nostalgia for the old Spider Man movies. It's like, right, and I, I still don't feel, and I know some of this is just a nerd being a nerd, but. I, I feel like there's a great Peter Parker if you take the best parts of all three. Yeah. But we've never yeah. seen him in I agree. one movie. You know, and it's like I, I feel that uh the 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 Toby Maguire movies uh handled you know, Sam Raimi movies handled the the uh melodrama very well, the, the yeah. Stanley soliloquies and all of that, but they weren't that funny. Right. You know, no, they weren't. Then, but then, you know, uh, Mark Webb's stuff with Andrew Garfield was funnier and was mm-hmm. breezier, but then the stakes didn't really matter. And then yep. it's like, and now you have him, you know, Tom Holland, and he is funny. He can be sad, but he's not even the star of his own movies. Right. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. He's, you know, in the first one, it's all about impressing Tony Stark. Right. Then it's all about the second one's all about living up to Tony Stark now that he's dead. And yeah. then this one, it's like the amount of questions that he asked Doctor Strange in the trailer. It's like, I, I just want to see Spider Man in a Spider Man movie. Yeah. You know? The only it's, thing that gave me a little hope is they showed like an actual scene from it. And you can hear, like, did you, I don't know if you saw the, the TV spot that it was or whatever, but yeah, he's basically like, that was really awesome, but don't ever do that to me again. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's there. I feel like he's got a little bit more confidence when he speaks. So I'm hoping that's yeah. the, that's the thing with this one is that he's not like, he's kind of his own man, hopefully. Yeah. Cause the, the first one, it's like the amount that he bungles. Yeah. You know, it's bad. like too much. Like it he's is. the reason the Washington Monument thing happens and the boat and all that. Yeah. He doesn't even like, fully figure out how to defeat vulture it's like vulture not understanding his own technology right and right and so it's just like you're taking away like some of the intelligence of spider-man which was in the garfield one where he made the you know but that's like in in the garfield ones they obsessed with who is 
no fucking parents are, but nobody cares. Nobody, yeah, no. you know, it's Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Like, <laughs> yep, that, that's your family. They love you. You the, love them. You're good. The Garfield ones didn't it's, even make any sense to me because it was like the the end of the well, the second, the first one I thought had prom. I was like, oh, this is cool. I don't mind the lizard stuff. I loved Dennis Leary as Captain George Stacy. I thought he looked just like him. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a cool casting thing. And then, um, but the second one, man, it was like, he, I felt like he cried like 10 times in the movie. By the time he cried at Gwen Stacy's death, I was like, I don't know, dude, you dropped food earlier and you bald. So I don't really know how much you care about your girlfriend. Well, you know what though? I still think the first 10 minutes of that second movie are the best 10 minutes of a Spider-Man movie. Absolutely. Yeah. That was hilarious. And that that captured everything. He's trying to figure things out. He's got to think on his own. He's yep. trying to also be Peter Parker. You yep. know, he's and, running late. Yeah, I love it. And and it's like, um, and you look at you look at like the, the end of Far From Home, and I was excited for that, but when I saw it, I was thinking, how is he going to get out of this? And yeah. it's like, oh, he's not. Doctor Strange is going to get right. Him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know it's it's very it's kind of weird, man. But he, they said he's sticking around for like a three more movies or something like that. So I don't know. Hopefully they'll go off on his own. But it's like a lo- it's a long fucking haul to see what you actually want to see. And I'm not pumped, but like you said, I don't I don't have any nostalgia for like the other movies either. Like they were, you know, they were what we got at the time. It's like I kind of feel the same way about the first X Men movie, where like. I don't think I'd ever like watch it the same way again, but I, you know, I have a nostalgia for it because it was the first one. Well, that's the thing is like, I can't, you know, like you hear the phrase fan service a lot. And it's like, yeah, I can't just like the, like, like a thing because it was in another thing. Like, right. You know, it's like, I, I, I wasn't originally like the biggest, like Willem Dafoe green goblins. I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, he's back. Right. Yeah. I recognize that, you know? And it's like, I mean, that's what was interesting about about, about seeing the new ghostbusters is I I thought like they earned a lot of it. And it was like, it was like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. And I mean, cause there's a way to do it and, and, and there's a way not to do it obviously of like, you know, what does, what do these things mean in their world? Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. These characters, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, I know I'm, I'm hoping they do it justice, but I think the fans are like setting themselves up for failure. I got somebody pissed off at me because they were like, Oh, I hope it's uh Andrew Garfield that dives after MJ. And I'm like, how shitty and lazy would that be for the writers to cop out like that? Like the, the main, our Spider-Man in this particular movie can't even save his own girlfriend. So one from a dead franchise has to come in and do it. Like it's just not good character development. And they're like, shut up. Like they were like losing their minds. Cause they just want their, their guy. And I guess like, maybe this is like sour grapes a little bit, but it's like the, 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 um, the opinion that people see animation as inferior and that it's like, well, now that, now that they're going to be different Spider-Mans in live action, now it really matters. And it's like, dude, like yeah. Spider-Verse was really great. Yeah. It was flawless. It was a great, great fucking movie. Yeah. I think that was the only Sony movie I've liked that came out like superhero wise. And that was like, and that Peter Parker, you know, that felt like Peter Parker. Absolutely, yeah. And 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 then Miles, it's like he's Spider-Man, but in a different way. But like, yep, you know the like I feel yeah, like with the MCU ones, like 
they they didn't show Uncle Ben dying, right? And, right. And, and yeah. I think their thought was, well, people have seen that so many times. Mm-hmm. But what they also didn't do was give him the full responsibility, right, of losing Uncle Ben and, and the guilt of that. You know, yeah. and it's like, you know, when you watch the second one in Far From Home, and you know, yeah, I'm a massive Spider-Man fan, and yeah. you know, he's uh, fighting Mysterio. And there's the hallucination and the hand pops out of the grave. Like that should be nobody but Ben. Absolutely. And it's Tony Stark because that's who matters, but it's like, no, it should be Ben. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's weird that like, they didn't even think that through in terms of like, they never have him mention him. They never have him think about him. They don't even have him say with great power, you know, none of it. He so just, just said like, like someone I love got hurt or something. He says like something in Civil War that. Oh yeah, he does. Like, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> and cut. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who do you think was the best uh, Uncle Ben? I'm gonna go with. Um, I'll go with Martin Sheen. I mean, Me too. That, that's the thing is that like, I I feel like a lot of people where they like write off an entire movie if they don't like you know a few things in it but it's like right. sally field was great as aunt may sure you know yeah. emma stone was really good as gwen stacy like those films did have some merit yeah they you were know? just choppy which is the same way i felt about eternals like there were some parts i loved about eternals i thought kingo i was a big kingo fan yeah um and and his uh and his uh what was it uh butler what the fuck was his uh, yeah the chauffeur like his manager chauffeur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy, guy was, was fantastic. They were great oh, together. They they really were. They fucking saved the movie for me because I I didn't really. Did you like it? I didn't really like it. I like I like parts of it, and you know, it was like it's funny. Like I'm I'm friends with uh, Kumail, not not nice. like super close, but you know, we've, we've done shows together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like it's so cool to me. Like this guy that like I knew like. Ago doing comedy as an action figure and as a superhero, and it's like, <laughs> and I and I saw him uh, last night just like briefly, but I was like, dude, man, you were the best part of that movie. Like, you know, yeah. you really nailed it. And he was like, oh, thanks, you know. And and you know, I'm autistic. I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> I'm unable to. So you know, yeah. it, he was like, oh man, because it really, yeah, and it, to to the point where when. Um, I, and I think they were trying to do something new, like the whole thing of like, all right, so we're going to have a hero who doesn't want to fight in the third act and he's just not going to be in the third act. Right. Um, but then it's like, no, you really needed yeah. in the third act. Absolutely. Yeah. I really thought he was going to come back. The fact that he yeah. didn't, I was just like, every moment I was like, ah, this, is where he, this is where he comes in. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> well, I realized the irony of like, not spoiling Sopranos episodes from 16 years ago, but then being like, oh, a- <laughs> <laughs> I noticed we just breezed through that, but I was like, I'm going to allow it. Uh, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was all right. I mean, you know, I, I don't like, I think I, I think there were parts of it. I like, I don't know if it's a bias on my end where I'm like, I didn't hate it as much as I hate like DC shit. Like, and I get genuinely disappointed in it. Cause I want them to be good. Cause I don't know. I don't dislike those characters. I just get like really bummed out when they're like not done well and I can't wrap my head around why. Um, so then this one, I was like, oh, some of it was cool. But I also like I hope they're not going in the direction where they just kind of 
pluck like super famous people. You know what I mean? Like Robert Redford, super famous guy, but did that job extremely well in Winter Soldier, you know, like didn't make a big deal out of it, came in and out like did, you know, it, it was cool to see him. But I feel like Angelina Jolie, like, I don't know, like I kept watching stuff leading up to it. And she was like, I did ballet to make sure that the character was. And I was like, I saw none of that uh, in the movie. Like, yeah, I don't get any of that shit. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it, it all depends. It, it is, but it is funny, you know, like where we were talking about like the the bullies and stuff who love this stuff now. And, and like, yeah. even like the, I mean, just the hilarity that like there's, you know, people on, you know, calling their agent and being like, get me that Dazzler audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anyone's yeah. gonna be Pace Pot Pete, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like serious, you know, like yeah. someone got fired because they didn't, you know, get someone to audition a stilt man. Like fucking yes. love it. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's cool that they're all fighting over it. I love that every now and again journalists will get super lazy and ask a really obscure famous director what they think. And it's like, of course you're gonna know what they think. They're like, you know. They're pushing 70 and they and they don't like that their movies aren't being seen or they perceive it. You know what I mean? Like just asked. Um, oh, Jane. Uh, Jane this is Campion champion or Campion. Yeah, Jane yeah. Campion or whatever. What she thought she was like, hey, Ridley Scott, like, too. Yeah. And Ridley Scott. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Get, give me a break. Yeah. It's also because, yeah, it's like you do things a certain way. And and then the studio now tells you, no, but we like this better. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's going to annoy you. I, I get their bitterness, but. But it's also like you just want one of like it, the thing that I don't like is the blanket statement of it all. Or it's yeah. like you, you cannot watch Thor 2 and Thor 3 and tell me that's the same movie. Right. And give the Agreed. same criticism to both. You can't. Yeah. Like to me, I don't think you can. It's like and, and you know, if you're going to if you were going to like love Jojo Rabbit or Hunt for the Wilder People or yeah, what we do so in good. Shadows, but then say that Thor Ragnarok is not a part of Taika Waititi's filmography or path as an artist. Like that's insane to me. Because yeah. It really is. Right. Yeah. It's weird that they kind of draw these bizarre lines too. And I hate the, the idea that uh, when people say like, Oh, you know, it's like a, it's a fad or it's a Western or we've seen too much of it. I'm like, have you seen too much of rom-coms or, you know, Guido's in shiny suits, you know, whispering at a table about murdering people. Have you seen enough of that? Because, that's like ad nauseum in every, you know, every Scorsese film is exactly that. And some people love that shit. And I don't think there's any, you know. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if the Irishman isn't his Snyder cut, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, 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 yeah. It's also, it, it, it's like, it's like, and some of those, I was like, they get their big chance. It's like, yeah. Hey, Marty, you're just upset. Kids didn't want to go see Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a piece of shit. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like I can't stand when people are like, Oh, I can't get into it. And I'm like, well, have you seen it? And they're like, no, no, but I don't know. You know, the gems and the magic and, you know, I don't, I, I just do a bit where I was like, you know, uh, when people can't take themselves out of reality, supposedly, and go see like, you know, a movie like, uh, like Endgame or anything like that with the infinity stones. I'm like, Are you kidding me? Like all of this shit is made up. You know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, the Democrats and Republicans cast spells. They just call them bills. And then every four years, one of them casts it for one and blocks the other one's magic spell. And then we're fucked for the next, you know, it's, it's the same shit. I will, I will say though, that like the, the entry level now, it's like, it is, is pretty hilarious. Like you, you go to these movies and, and I always wear a comic shirt and stuff and it's like, Me too, yeah. 
people are like, you you know who that is at the end credits, right? Like it's like because some of so now the end now the end credits expect you to watch the TV shows too. And oh yeah, I know yeah. it's crazy. It is. It's. I mean, I love it. You know, just seeing all these characters on screen. Um, you know, but but I also get the dauntingness of it, and I also get yeah, anyone who's like, yeah, any any time. You know, cold. You know, pop culture decides like this is the way to do things. We should only do it this way. Yeah, that sucks, and you're gonna lose a lot of great stuff because of it. Totally. And yeah, the end credits thing is hilarious. The end of Eternals or whatever. When you hear that guy's voice, it was like me and somebody else. We all got it wrong. I was like, my one friend. It was like, it was Nick Fury. I'm like, I know Sam Jackson's voice. It's not Nick Fury. And then somebody was like, oh, it's the dude who plays the Watcher from the yeah, you know I Hunter it was games. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah, it's Jeffrey Wright. And then I got home and found that it was fucking played, and I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah, I did and not. I never needed to read one of those articles, and I had to for that. Yeah, exactly. Me too. And I was like, I also, I don't even know what that means. Why is Blade there? I'm like, yeah. what, what does that even matter? Like, it's so weird. And then, yeah, Star Fox shows up. It's like, it's Thanos' brother. And then, you know, like, this one person's like, but why isn't he purple? That's <laughs> <laughs> also, that's a fair question. It is. It totally is. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, because, well, Thanos is a deviant and all that. Right. So and he's the eternal. Sense, but... yeah. 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 To them. And I'm saying it to them. And they're yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, I know. But then you got to explain it. And I do. Do you enjoy explaining it to your friends who don't understand? Because I kind of like it. I I do to a point. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's also it's like, and I might be overly self-conscious of, of how rambly I can be or like, mm -hmm. you know, or how like it's also. Like I'm cripplingly self-aware sometimes where I could just say the thing, but then I'm also like realizing the absurdity of it and, and needing to make fun of that too. <laughs> right. <laughs> the explanation ends up getting longer. Yeah. Because it, it's also, it's like a lot of this stuff, you know, you want, you want, you want it to all be simplified and streamlined and, you know, with, with with characters that have been around eighty years, sixty years, and monthly publications, it's just not going to happen with a bunch of different writers and artists. And so it's like you can't talk about the trajectory of Spider Man over the last sixty years the way you can about the five seasons of Breaking Bad. I mean, you could try, yeah, yeah, but it is like, all right, and then we go back to now. There's another issue one, and now there's this, and now there's that, like. Cause that, that makes it harder for me. And I mean, I still love comics and I'll read new stuff every once in a while, but yeah, the renumbering thing, it's like, I love yeah. as a kid, like, all right. So the first issue I read is three fifty seven, and there's 356 before this. I haven't read and they're there, yep. for me, but I could start with this one. And I know it's crazy, man. My, one of my friends is like, has never stopped reading comics. I mean, like I, I tried not, you know, I tried to keep up, but you fall, I, I would fall off of the whole thing and like, forget whatever. But anytime I'm like confused about something that pops up. Cause then we, all, I also follow these accounts online that like post pages of comic books, but they don't post the, everything. So I'll read something and I'm like, what the fuck happened here? So-and-so's dead now. You know what I mean? Like, and I yeah. go to him and I like that. He is the my comic book resource. I'm like, what happened here? He's like, well, and he like pushes up the glasses and then like starts like getting into it. And I, I try to catch up, but it's impossible. Yeah, and it's like the amount that they change or undo or like, you know, right. it's like Amanda Waller was heavy set for years and then 
they just started drawing her thin. And you're like, yeah, okay. I know, out of the blue. Like, I can't explain that. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I, I know, I know that like when Barbara Gordon debuted, and I know she became Batgirl, and I know that she got shot, and that right. she was then in a wheelchair, but now she's not in a wheelchair. Like, and, yeah, exactly. And and they're like, oh, stem but cells. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. You have to write that off. Oh my god! Did you? Was it cool for you to? Because I know you went. This is going a ways back, but I know like your comedy kind of also got you uh, into Marvel like studio. Like you actually got to go to Marvel, right? I got to go to the offices. Yeah. Yeah. Was that kind of a cool moment for you? Like, oh yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. I mean, the coolest thing to me was like they told me that that Flo Steinberg still showed up once a week, and she was like like the stanley's like secretary wow in in the height of the bullpen in the 60s and like all of that and it's like you know it's like she kind of still works it's like it's like a fun thing for her to just do like she's really old and that's so awesome and i, I didn't get that. to see that but like stuff like that is cool and uh, yeah and i got to go to the the dc comics offices and this is just knowing like comic you know creators and them being like you want to go and i'm like yes um, <laughs> who are fans of comedy and stuff and it was like i went to the the dc one and getting to uh hold um an action comics number one in my hand i cried oh my god lie, no i would have too dude that's so awesome man i got very emotional and then uh and then uh you know he was like you want to see this and it was the mist it was as a mr freeze gun from Batman Ron, I also cried about that. Oh man. Oh wow. That's so fucking cool, dude. I somebody said that they still have the original cost a costume for Nicholas Hammond Spider-Man, and I probably would do the same thing if I got to see that or even like Yeah. That'd be fucking great, man. You gotta, you know, it's like it it it's better to care too much than not care at all. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I guess I guess you could care enough, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know the same it way. It's either up here or down, or it's one or the other. Yeah. There's no real in between for me. Um yeah. I'm I mean, a fat it's... guy. I don't know what a medium is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean it's like I remember like you know, my dad when I was a kid too, at one point, like not the greatest dad in the world either, but I remember he was in New York. And we were not. And uh, he said he met Spider-Man in Toys R Us and got me his signature. You know, that was before cell phones oh, or anything nice. like that. So yeah. he couldn't even. So I was blown away. But I also knew my dad well enough to be like, I don't know. He could be full of shit or whatever. And then he came back. <laughs> you know, I mean, like everything fell off the truck. So I don't know. He could be completely, li you know, whatever. But it came back with a Spider-Man trading card that they were giving out. There was a Spider-Man in Toys R Us. And he was, yeah. you know, whatever. And he went up to him and he's like, can you sign this for my kid? And he did. The dude who did it signed it Spider-Man and I still have it. And it's a, you know, it's I, not I remember I, I had a friend. Um, this was like late, late 2000s, I think. And he um, he was auditioning for the role of like Spider-Man at the Toys R Us. Oh, my God. And he was like, what can you tell me about Spider-Man? And I was like, how long you got? <laughs> it was like, he, he, I think he thought that like knowing the history would help. Right. Like, all they wanted was just someone who looks athletic in the costume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dude, bend like this, move like that. Come on. Yeah. Just do That's how you shoot the webs. Yeah. Do you have any yoga uh, history? <laughs> 
I wanted what do you do you see that stuff online now where people are actually making web shooters and stuff? Yeah. That's fucking phenomenal. That's crazy to me. I love that shit. I like I know it's like, you know, magnetic or ropes or whatever they're doing, but I'm I don't know. I'm hoping yeah, and so. everyone who's doing that, it's like just let them do it. That's one less bomb being made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's just distracting them? That's pretty great. That's a service in and of itself. Um, well, dude, I kept you for, uh, yeah, it's almost been an hour, dude. Holy shit. Um, I got to ask you two questions that we ask, uh, unless you can, if you want to stick around, but if you got to go, like we can keep talking, whatever you want to do. Um, but time uh, flew. It did flow. Like it was crazy. Yeah. We just, what happens when you talk about comics, man? Um, but your uh, life passes by without you realizing it. (laughs) (laughs) I would love it if there was some effect where we both just aged. (laughs) It's it's like Sandman, like at the end of Spider-Man three, it's (laughs) <laughs> that's another thing too by the way this is the ner- this is really nerdy but uh you know doc ock is saying you're fighting ghosts uh the lizard didn't die and sandman didn't die and i don't think electro did so it's just it's no. just him and fucking goblin that's it i don't know what the fuck he's talking about and and, and but it also it's like sandman was good at the end yeah exactly he was a great guy i don't think it's yeah. thomas hayden church coming back is it it's gotta be it it, i mean you know all you saw was the big face but it looked like him yeah and the big face just looked like uh imatep from fucking the mummy so i was (laughs) like i was like it's like every universe is getting in the (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, they finally they finally got that uh you know tom cruise mummy dark universe (laughs) they wanted (laughs) oh my god that's the thing too see that's like that's why directors like hate the comic movies because they're like now we all got to do universes and stuff yeah and it's like uh, one you shouldn't and it's, it's like get, no, make a good movie first and then we'll see yeah yeah i'm like it's like i'm i can't believe they took that risk with dune where they were like uh you know like yeah if the first one does well we'll make a second but they left it at the end like that where i was like they don't know if they're gonna make a second and they were like no not yet Dude, they <laughs> opened with it because it's like they advertised it as Dune, and then all the you know all the posters just said Dune, and then the first yeah. shot you see is Dune Part One, right? And I was like, oh, I know it was kind of ambitious. They were like, we'll know, we know, and I was like, oh, I fucking yeah. hope it does well. Yeah, you're here for two and a half hours, and you get getting no satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the tip. Yeah, it was a really long trailer, and it yeah. was <laughs> it yeah. was beautiful. It was it was, it was two, and a, two, two and a half hours of edging. <laughs> oh my god that's perfect that's the best review i've seen for dune yeah <laughs> it's the most honest you're right you can't lie it's the most well, so I, yeah but i i think what i posted was like yeah it's a it's a, it's a trailer for the next dune movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah now i want to see dune too yeah me too i can't we'll see if we have to fucking wait like two years for it yeah I just hope they don't them to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on, guys, stop fucking around. Zendaya, can you move your schedule around so I can get <laughs> Dune faster, please? Mister Chalamet, Mister Chalamet, <laughs> I want you to drop everything. If you love someone, don't love them no more. For the next, for the next six hours or six months, you're in House of Trades, and that's it. <laughs> sandworms going... and, and 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 bagels at craft services and that's it <laughs> i'm gonna clip just that out and make sure they see it somehow i'm gonna dedicate <laughs> the rest of this month 
<laughs> to making sure the two of them get this message. I want you to have nothing but vengeance for Duncan, Idaho for the next <laughs> year of your life. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Oh fuck. So what do you, are you got any gigs coming up? Are you going out on the road yet? No, no, not really. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm going to come out to New York. Cool. Um, in the next few months and, and, and do some shows and stuff. It's sweet. Yeah. I've just been a homebody and stuff. And, uh, yeah, just doing my my podcast wrestle roast with um, Dan Saint Germain, Scott Chaplin, and uh, this guy who who used to write for WWE, Robert Carpolis. Um, so oh, nice. he gives like the inside track on on how the fake sausage is made. Um, nice, it's oh, really wow. fun. Um, and we yeah, we we pick a different wrestler every week. We talk about why they're great. Uh, and then we roast them, and then. Um, <laughs> Have you, you done know, Jake talk- the Snake yet? Because that was my favorite when I was a kid. Uh, no, no, because uh, it, it could be a memorial episode halfway through. So, <laughs> we record on we re- see the problem is that we record on a on a Thursday and then we right. release it the next morning, and he could die in between that time. Yeah, <laughs> very very possibly. So so we have not done Jake the Snake that's, yet, but yeah, I mean, that's so great. He's He's amazing, and he came back like a couple years ago, like the new yeah. promotion AEW. He came back as a manager, yeah. And it's like, it's that thing of like, now he's like clean, but yeah. he clearly like the drugs helped him a little bit creatively. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah, sure, yeah. But it's like, but you're like, I'm glad you're healthier, so that's good. Yeah, it's it is said exactly. Hey, I'm glad it worked out for you, but you're boring as shit. But it's also funny because he's like, he was like, a, like he came, you know, he's like in his 60s, so he came back as a manager, but he's like really tall, so he's bigger than everyone else. <laughs> oh my god, I know the size comparison is yeah. hilarious. It fucking cracks me up. I had all the action figures when I was a kid. See, to him, to me, that dude was a superhero because I think in my head, when I had the action figures, I just made him talk to the snake. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I just like I took it like another whole level. The stupid wire. Oh, I was gonna say the stupid wire in that snake used to come out. So you used to have to get a new one when you were a kid. It was so annoying. It was. It was the fucking worst. <laughs> they they made him in real life take care of the snake. So like the snake died. Oh, Damien. Like, the, guy, the guys back then had to like care for the animals and travel with them and stuff. I had no idea. Uh, I didn't really yeah. think that at all. I thought they handed it to him when he got there, and he was like, "All right." Yeah, they should have, but no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> non-union stuff. No, no AC, ASPCA, or whatever. Yeah, it's there like, was like a real life Tiger King situation going on with all those wrestlers and their animals. Yeah, I think like yeah, I think one of them died of malnutrition. I, I used to do a bit about it where it's like, you know, he just has a sticky note that says "Feed the Snake," but to him that just means another orgy. It's time to feed the snake. <laughs> That's so great. Oh my god, I had no idea, man. See, this is why I got to listen to the. When you do do it, I wanna, I wanna know because I want oh, yeah, to. We it. we also we found out Sergeant Slaughter was never in the military. What? Oh wow! Stolen valor, baby. Yeah. Wow. Never when in the military. He... Oh my god! I here's, you... and here's the here's the thing, right? All right. Yeah. So the real guy is Bob Remus. The character is Sergeant Slaughter, and. Mm. That's okay, but he talks about having served. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so he you just... know, and it's like, 
I don't even think he knows the line between Bob and Sarge anymore. And, you know, he's like, I was in Vietnam and all that. And it's just like, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. Like, yeah. Is that, is like a, that's a mental condition, right? Where you tell a lie long enough that you believe it becomes yeah. your reality. And it's also, is it's like, I mean, that was, you know, he came up in the seventies, the eighties and wrestling was, you know, you protected the gimmick at all costs. Right. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, people can look stuff up and, you know, and, and, and people tell their stories. It's like, right. you just get like, um, you know, a few, there's like a military expert who, you know, like, you, you know, it, it's the government. There's a list of names of people who served and people. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, and and especially had... like if you get someone in a line of like, yeah, and I served in this battalion and this and that. And it's like, that's that's the easiest thing to prove or disprove. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever have any of them on? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think some of them like it. Like I, I've heard like there's like a few wrestlers that listen to us and their fans and all that. Oh, like, nice. Because I mean, we're, you know, we do it with love, and it's like, um, I, I, except for the ones we hate. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, with... it, I was it, gonna say, are you friendly with Rob Bartlett by any chance? No, but I know of his story, and it's amazing to me. Yeah, we got to put you guys in touch. He's a friend of the show, so I feel absolutely. like absolutely, yeah, that's amazing that. to me. I, I I listened to an interview I think he did with Sam Roberts about his time there, and it's like, you know, as someone in show business, you're like, yeah, you just got booked for like a crazy gig, and you did the gig, yeah. and then the gig was over. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and he's like, yeah, I wasn't right for this. This was stupid, and <laughs> I did what he. They asked me to do. Yeah, yeah, we could put you in touch with Rob. He's a great dude. I'll text him. Because it, 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 is, it is funny, like, the way people get, like, mad, you know, as somebody yeah. like that. Or, like, you yeah. know, like, like, Jake Lloyd got picked on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, picked on. Like, it's it's like, <laughs> yeah, this amazing role that anyone would have taken if, they, you yeah. know, if they went out for it. Like, if they had any, you know, if you're a child actor and you get cast in, in episode one as, like, young Darth Vader and stuff, like, mm -hmm. He didn't write the words. Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny, man. I know. They really like they, people. Go, that's why. You know what I hate when they do it? I hate when they call people who do that kind of shit fans. Because I want to be like, they're not fans. Fans just like the thing. They go to see it. They come home. You know, they're happy with it or whatever. These people are maniacs. Like, maybe they're like the true form of what a fanatic is supposed to be. But like, I yeah. feel like because I'm like, I'm a fan, but I don't do that shit. I'm not going to pick on a kid. <laughs> I think it's like I think it's also it's like, you know, you could be critical of the work, but like when it when it crosses into that line of like, are you just like, you know, uh, the the woman who uh, Kelly Marie Tran who was um, yeah in episode eight and you know got off got off social media because it's like and they're like mad at her yeah exactly and you it's like the i mean I, I mean a lot of it is misogynistic and racist but it's like right. you came into my movie yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, i was like no i did I, I did the job that was asked of me and she did it really well and and then you know she was like barely in the next one and i just it it made me like the it made me like uh episode nine less it made me yeah. like it was like because it, it also felt like they were giving into those trolls me too, man. Yeah. 
I felt the same way. I will not. I don't want to even acknowledge that. Uh, you know, Rise of Skywalker as a fucking movie. I'd rather just go and end with the Ryan Johnson one and leave it at that. Uh, yeah, and the amount so of people that hated that, and it's like I like that he took risk. I like that it was. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I like the ambition of it. I like some right. of the shots, and you know, cool. there's like cool ideas, and and it is funny because it's like Finn and 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 Rose, like that's her name, right? Rose Tico, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn and Rose, it's like they're the most enthusiastic characters in that whole world. They're as excited Absolutely. to be working with every, you know, every character in their universe as people are to watch them. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was really, it, it was kind of weird. Like, and that's another thing too, is I don't understand, you know, uh, people were disappointed in the Ryan Johnson one. Cause they were like, that's not the Luke we know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Every major Jedi runs and hides at the end of their <laughs> It, they, they, that's their thing. They brood. They put themselves in exile. He just followed suit. What the, you know? Yeah. It, it also felt it's like, oh yeah, he actually was in a war, and yeah. I liked it because it's like, you know, what the part of the problem is, all of the stuff that has happened to Luke is is just, you know, well, obviously it's canon, but it's like, it's talked about so much, you know, the the Luke, I am your father, but like, yeah, we never talk about like someone emotionally processing that, yeah. And what that would do to their psyche and sure. finding out you had this long lost sister and all of this different stuff. And, you and know, you tried to like, fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. And that would mess, <laughs> and yeah. But all that, all that would mess you up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you might run off into a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, it's weird, man. I thought even the acting was kind of crap. Like in the, in the last one, they kind of wrap stuff up like really fucking quickly. Like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Ray's like, I'm not worthy of this. And then like 15 seconds later, she's like, all right, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> like you know, the woman. Well, I mean, it. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's hard to criticize in a way because it was very, you know, I mean, I was saying by like fan service and all that, like sometimes yeah. it's good, sometimes it's bad. And it's like, it's like, it, it's like he had a checklist and he literally did go down well, it. Like, you know, right, it's like gonna... that, that Seinfeld thing. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, when um, when Kramer is the movie phone guy, it's like, why don't you just tell yeah. me what Star Wars movie <laughs> you want to see? Like that, that's what it feels like, you know, where yeah. he's just like, all right, you want you want the Emperor? Here's the Emperor. You want this? Here's this. Like, yeah, here it is for you. It, it don't it doesn't have to make sense. We weren't building to it, but here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite uh, moments in that whole thing is when uh, the Emperor liter literally tells you know. Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, Adam Driver's character, Kylo, Kylo, Ren, Kylo, Kylo Ren, that he's more powerful than him, and then literally in the next breath explains how how he, the Emperor, survived being pushed down the hole, and then pushes Kylo Ren down the same hole. And I was like, well, if he's more clearly, the hole doesn't work, dude. <laughs> Let's say, I mean, it's like there's that 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 great sketch too, uh, Key and Peele, um, the sequel Doctor, where oh, I don't think it's I've seen uh, that one. Oh, dude, it's amazing. It's like, uh, it's Jordan Peele. Um, he comes in as this guy who comes in to make, uh, help make Gremlins 2. <laughs> and he asks everybody, like, what they want to see. Right. And, and, it, and everything they say, he's like, it's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> you know, like, electric gremlin, you know, lady gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> and all that i mean there's there's a, a, a lot of punchlines in there i don't i don't want to give away but it's it's really funny 
Oh, that's um, great. You know, not gonna spoil the eternal. You know, I'll, I'll spoil the Eternals. Not gonna spoil the key. <laughs> <laughs> I think. But it is I think. Like, but I think watch. Still, I mean, watch just, that sketch. Yeah. And then like watch modern movies, and it feels like that's what happens sometimes. I think you just solidified a new rule on dyst- uh, the first rule on Dystopia tonight now, which is going to be you cannot spoil any movies from the '80s or '90s, but anything today goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the new rule. Because I love it. That's yeah, it looks like it looks good. You know, uh, there's lots of people who haven't seen Casablanca, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone saw Parasite. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst worst spoiler things that I've ever heard happen to my grandfather. He was watching Poseidon Adventure. He had never seen it. Didn't see it in the movies. You know, he's got my my mom and his and her siblings or whatever, but they're out of the house, so he's watching it finally by himself, and he's got it. And uh, um. Uh, telemarketer was calling so he calls and he picks up the phone and he's like no but uh, I don't want whatever hangs up phone rings again it's the same guy because he just wants to keep his job so he's like listen like you just got to hear me out of whatever he's like dude he's like he didn't say dude but he was like I'm watching a movie you know I really don't have time right now it's getting towards the end you know I, I'm not interested and he goes well what movie are you watching he goes Poseidon Adventure and he goes Gene Hackman dies in the end and my grandfather's like no <laughs> like just just he was like my uncle my my mom and my uncle was, and her and the, my aunt were just like he was cursing <laughs> till they got home that day like just fuck i i remember uh i i guess i'll i'll i'll, I'll leave with this uh yeah but this is this is an amazing story my, my mom told me about this gig that she did where it was mm-hmm. her and her friend um a, a movie theater wanted people to uh why they, they had comedians yeah before the movie oh my god which you know like i think unprompted yeah like you imagine like going to a movie and then just a comic shows up like it, it, it's funny I, wow. the arc light in la it, it it closed recently sadly but um, yeah they always have these like they would always have these hosts and they're like you know like i'm i'm I'm, you know, my name's Jeff, and I'm presenting the movie for you. And here's the exits, and the movie is this long. And if you yeah. need anything, I'm I'm here to make sure it runs smoothly. Like that person getting it, like causes me so much anxiety. Like yeah, for like the thirty seconds, I'm like, why, <laughs> why does Jupiter ascending need a host? <laughs> it can bring itself up. Um, but yeah, so yeah, she told me like, yeah, she did this gig where it was like her and a friend, and it was, they were at the beginning of like fatal attraction. Oh my God. And so people, you know, people are about to watch like this, like movie about like this insane person with like a rabbit that dies and like right. all this violence and, you know, shit. And <laughs> here's comedy. And, <laughs> you know, people start like heckling her friend and then the friend just gives the movie away. Oh, wow. <laughs> That is so fucking good. Oh yeah. my god. That's... I don't think I don't think they had comedy there for much longer. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Wow. That is great. That'll fucking learn them. Oh, yeah. that's great. Uh, I gotta ask you two questions before you leave. We ask yeah. every guest. Okay. Okay. Um, if you can go back in time, talk to your younger self and give yourself a piece of advice that would help you today, what would it be? Um, I think it would be um None of it matters as much as you think. Nice. I agree. You know, 
And it's just like, and it also, because it also has to be advice that I think younger me might understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't but get like, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I think like, look, like, you know, don't, don't let a, a career define you. Don't, don't let any one thing define you. And, um, you know, fight for happiness. Nice. And, uh, and the last question is what had to end in your life? be it good or bad, uh, that led you to where you are today? Um, slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Medicine. Dude, thank you so much, man, for coming on. I really appreciate it. I got it. one yeah. more quick question, oh, only because yeah. my wife was writing us in the comments. <laughs> so she said she loved while you were on Crashing. She was like, oh, she's yeah. like, loved them, because we used to watch that show together. And, uh, She's like, what? What did you? What did you uh, like take from that show? She was like, I wish it was resigned. She doesn't understand why it wasn't. And like, did you enjoy the experience with it? Yeah, I wrote on the the the, the last season, and um, yeah, it was interesting because like, you know, in a writer's room, like getting to share stand up experiences, and even like, you know, I talked about my mom in the writer's room, and you know what comedy was like back then, the steak restaurant gig, and the movie yeah. theater gig and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it was, yeah, I mean, I, I think working on that show kind of validated the real shit years of my life. Like, I, I think there's like, you know, there's an episode where he's working at a cold stone and I worked yeah. at like a pink berry <laughs> <laughs> I saw restaurants in LaGuardia at four in the morning. Right. You know? And, and yeah. so like seeing those aspects and, and being able to, add to it and you know on the show judd and pete were always about authenticity and like getting it right and what is this actually like and you know the, the episode that i co-wrote was like the one where um they go on the road and it's like dove davidoff's oh. character is like the headliner yes and you know, pete's like you know the opener and then the, the jimmy lee character is like the host and and that was just fun like I think, yeah, my favorite thing I put in the show because it was just such a real experience is, and I mean, this happens to everybody, but you know, when you, when you show up and nobody knows who you are, where like the employees don't know who you are. And it's like, and I get it. Like, you know, there's a new comic every week and, yeah. you know, we're disposable and they're just doing their job and making money. But there is something like about the ego that just, just, just like that hurts. Yeah. You know, if you're, you're like, I'm a headliner. And then, uh, excuse me, sir. Especially like <laughs> when you are next to the poster of yourself. At the <laughs> and so there's a, there's a scene that like, I think that happens where someone stops Dove and, um, you know, and he's like, yeah. that's me right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true, man. And you felt it like you felt it in the scene too. Yeah. He's like, you know. All that work. So good, man. We really appreciate you coming on with us tonight, man. So oh, much thanks, fun. man. Thanks for having me, guys. Dystopia tonight.